Welcome to Real Estate Investing Unscripted, a podcast from Fund That Flip, where we explore some of the most creative, innovative, and inspiring stories from the real estate investor community. With expert tips and success stories you won't hear anywhere else, you'll come away with inspiration on how to improvise in the unscripted world that is real estate investing so that you can dominate your next real estate deal. Now your host, founder and CEO of Fund That Flip, Matt Rodak. Welcome, everyone, to this episode of Real Estate Investing Unscripted. I'm your host, Matt Rodak, founder and CEO of Fund That Flip. And I'm super excited today about our guest. His name is Gary Davidson. He's a founding partner of Castle Law in the greater Chicago land market, where they represent um, a lot of different types of real estate investors. And as such, uh, brings us a, a super unique perspective to the show. So with that, let's uh, welcome, welcome Gary to the show. Hey, Matt. Thanks for having me on. Good talking to you again. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, awesome to have you. So maybe just to get us started, Gary, give us a little bit of background on how you came into working into real estate and you know what, what your firm does there exactly in, in Chicago. Yeah, real briefly, I was one of the main uh, municipal attorneys in the Chicagoland area. We represented, my old firm represented probably at least 12 to 15 cities. Uh, when I left that firm and joined uh, the current firm that I'm at, uh, we started representing a lot of developers that were developing in those municipalities. Uh, so I was a commercial development attorney, very, very high end, big box retail, commercial development. When the market collapsed in 2006 or 2007, I took that sophistication as a commercial development attorney uh, and a commercial real estate attorney, and I brought that to the residential real estate investor. Uh, who is really engaging in commercial real estate, albeit with single-family homes. Uh, so we started representing a lot of banks, hedge funds, private equity groups, high net worth investors, and just Joe Average people that uh, are looking to create a life worth living, a legacy worth uh, leaving. And uh, that's what I've been doing ever since. Very cool. So a, a few pivots from uh, from kind of um, public practice to private practice to listening to the market and, and doing something else. And it sounds like uh, you, you found a, a nice little niche there in Chicago. So that's very, very cool. So one of the things I wanted to ask you, because I, I think you've got a very unique point of view in the sense that you represent, you know, um, in, in full disclosure, Gary, Gary represents Fund That Flip in, in the Chicago land markets. Obviously, we have a very high opinion of, of what they do out there. But you have, a, you have a very unique perspective, I think, in representing lenders. You represent operators. You mentioned you represent hedge funds and different types of asset managers. So you see kind of a lot of things probably done right and a lot of things that maybe um, you know, where people are making mistakes. I'd love to, I'd love to get kind of your, your ideas or sense of, right. If, if, uh, there's two or three things that you think are commonalities between the folks that get it right, what are those, you know, what are those two to three things that, you know, for the listeners that they should be thinking about developing, um, in order to have a successful real estate business? Absolutely, man. And, you know, I'm going to take this a little bit in, in inverse, um, I want to start with saying this. Many people, uh, many companies get into real estate because they think it's going to be easy. Uh, with HGTV and other network programs that see people making forty or $50,000, $100,000, $500,000 in a 30-minute episode, uh, people get into this for the wrong reason. So let me make it very, very clear to every single person that's listening, 
Um, if you're getting into real estate because you think this is the golden nugget and you're not going to have to work hard, you should turn off the station right now because if you want more than the majority, you have to be will willing to work harder than the majority. Real estate creates more opportunity than any other uh, activity in the world. That's the foundation of the United States. Yet it is not the golden key to success where we can sit back at home and watch the prices right. So let me just run through the three things that I see which are most important. Real estate investors tend to run 1 million miles per hour in no particular direction. So if we want to have success, and it doesn't matter if it's real estate investing or manufacturing widgets, we have to start with one, a clear goal and a clear dream life. We have to determine what lights us up and pay us well at the same time. So that's defining what is the one thing that you can do. You know, Gary Keller talks about this in his book, The One Thing. What's the one thing we can do every day to separate ourselves and make things easier? So we have to form a powerful habit to achieve that type of a mindset. So mindset's number one. Uh, secondly, we have to focus on the details. It's those little details, Matt, repeated time after time, the extra hour, those extra reps with consistency that leads up to that massive difference. So clearly defined goal and consistency of delivery. McDonald's doesn't produce the best hamburger, but you know what? They have labs, they have details where everywhere you go, it doesn't matter if we're out in New York with you or you're here in Chicago or Beijing, those fries are coming out exactly the same, the exact same amount of salt every time. So we have to deliver a consistent product consistently. And, and the third thing is I would say is we need to both learn to take calculated chances uh, as well as learn to bounce back. So in, in real estate investing, we have to take calculated chances. We have to underwrite. There is no such thing as luck. We need to make sure that we know every single step of the process. Uh, this is not about hope. We hope we make a profit. We should know in advance. Yet with those calculated chances, we know there is certain risk. And when we have a property, say a single family residence, that the foundation goes bad, um, and we have to spend $30,000 on it, we need to learn to be able to bounce back from an exit strategy. So those are really the th three things. Have to have a sense of humor. You know I like to joke. <laughs> um, but the reality is, you know, creating one thing. Don't be involved in flipping, uh, buy and hold, buying industrial buildings, retail. Start with your one thing if you're a brand new investor, master it, and then go on to the next thing. No, it's, it's great. And I think, right, the, the, the thing that I like about your three things is they're, they're, they kind of all work together, right? And they have to like, they make sense, right? Because if, if you're focused on too many things, right? So to your, your first point is have a plan, have a clear goal, understand who you are, what you're excited about and stay focused on that. If you're not doing that, then it becomes very difficult to build that consistency, build the process, um, you know, and actually, you know, get it right. Um, and it also becomes very hard to take calculated chances because everything is like different and you can't develop any type of, um, 
you know, really deep knowledge about how to take those calculated chances. Right. So it's kind of like, I, I really like that. Right. Cause like, they don't make sense. Right. Like you can't get to the, you can't get to the next thing if you don't have the first thing. And, and, and we agree, right. Like we're, or it says it in our name from that flip. Like we kind of do one thing we did. We've tried to do it very well. And like, I think it's been a big part of our ability to, to grow the business um, because of that, that, that single focus. So lo- love that. And Matt, take yourself as an example real quick. I mean, I know we've got a lot of topics to cover, but you know, fund that flip wants to be the nation's premier choice for flipping. So you saw yourself at the top. Experts always say it's important to visualize success. So that's why I say we have to start with that clearly defined goal uh, because we can't arrive at that destination if we don't know where it is. So yep. um, it's the secret formula. doesn't matter what business you're in. Investors need to do it exactly the same way. And, and it sounds super simple, but like once you get into business and like all of these opportunities start presenting themselves to you, like it's really easy to chase the, the, the shiny object as I like to call it. Like, Oh, this big commercial deal came in and they need $10 million of lending. Like we should try to do it. Like we see those every day. And it's like every day I'd be like, that's not who we are guys. Like, yeah, it's a cool $10 million, $20 million project, but like, it's not who we are. Let's like, let's, let's let it go. Or let's make an introduction to someone that does focus on that type of business. But, um, it, it does take a, a lot of discipline. It's easy for us to say this, but, but realizing like you have to commit to it and you have to realize that there are going to be opportunities that are super interesting that come into your sphere once you get going and you got to get good at saying no. <laughs> All right. So, so really good stuff, you know, and as you, as you know, Gary, the, the theme of the show is real estate investing unscripted. So like, doesn't matter how much we talk about planning in this business is what I found. And it doesn't mean you shouldn't plan. You should definitely have a plan, but like eventually what we find is like you get into, you get into these deals, you get into situations and things happen. Right. So we like to, we like to, you know, again, from your perspective, give us, give us something maybe that you've learned or you've seen, or you've seen from someone else where things didn't go exactly as planned. And what was the situation kind of, how did you or the, you know, the person that you, you helped, work their way out of that situation? What's kind of the, the thing to, to be learned from that? Yeah. So obviously in real estate, we encounter turbulence all the time that are unexpected or you cannot plan for. In the Chicagoland market right now, it's no surprise to anyone that uh, Illinois, uh, we have very, very high property taxes. And the city of Chicago specifically, the rates for taxes have increased dramatically. So if you bought a property five years ago and you had a specific rate of return you wanted to hit, you may have planned for all of that, yet you did not plan for a 30% or 35% increase in property taxes. So now all of a sudden you are sitting with a property where you are hitting your yields and perhaps now you're not hitting those yields and we all have a certain finite amount of capital. So we want to redeploy capital and maybe get rid of that asset. So how is it that we do that? Well, there's three or four techniques that I've used for my clients when they call me with these situations where they're in despair, where they say, boy, we're stuck in this, you know, taxes aren't going up. You know, number one, I happen to represent a lot of international uh, funds, a lot of buyers from other countries who have a significant amount of capital, but they want to move that capital out of their country because perhaps in their specific country, they uh, have a lack of stability. So we represent clients from Indonesia, Vietnam, 
uh, the Middle East, Africa, and they're looking to invest their money in U.S. soil to move that money out of the country and get it in a more stable asset. These folks need a very low yield relative to what we might look for. Uh, other things that we can do in situations like that is there's an opportunity to do tax appeals and say, hey, regardless of whether you need the money to run your government, this uh, assessment that you have, the value that you have associated with this is not justified. And we can bring down the taxes that way. So there's, there's a number of different techniques. We just need to be able to think out of the box uh, when we're faced with these situations. And we make, you know, we make uh, lemonade out of lemons, selling, selling a portfolio to, to a hedge fund and redeploying that capital, not the worst thing in the world for investors and, and buying, buying properties now that may be even more distressed and, and re-engaging your portfolio so you even have a higher yield. Got it. So um, taxes are a thing. And um, right, what's the saying, right? There's only a few things that are certain in this world, death and taxes, like they're hard to get around that, that, but there's, there's creative ways to think about still getting a return you want to just maybe realize sooner by liquidating a portfolio. And interesting. And also one, one other thing, Matt, um, we've used a technique uh, called contract for deed. I don't want to get into the legal legalese, uh, you know, but Basically, we can sell a property to someone on an installment sale contract. So rather than the Bank of America or fund that flip giving the loan, it's the Bank of Gary Davidson. Now, when we sell a property on contract, the party who is buying that property on contract or the tenant now becomes the owner of record or the equitable owner of record, and thus they're eligible for the homeowner's exemption. So homeowner's exemption in Illinois takes $11,000 off the tax assessment. So another real unique technique. So people should talk to their lawyers. Just don't feel like there's, there's no way out. There's all sorts of ways to crack an egg if you're willing to be innovative. Yeah, that's really, really interesting. So you, you mentioned the, the Chicago land market and Illinois, you know, more generally is, is, you know, having some, some tough times. I think, you know, we, we read about that, but, but a lot of, a lot of good things are still happening. I know you're, you're super plugged into the Chicago RIA there. Talk to us a little bit about, you know, why you got involved with Chicago RIA and then maybe more generally why you're still, you know, bullish on why investors should consider Chicago as a, a good market to invest in. Yeah. So, um, Chicago RIA, Matt, stands for Chicago Real Estate Investor Association. Chicago RIA actually has the largest number of members of any real estate investor association in the United States. Now, there's a reason for that, because in Chicago, people are still earning higher returns than virtually anywhere in the country on rental portfolios and flips. People are coming from all over the world to invest in Chicago. I want to give you a real quick nugget. This is really cool. I bet you don't know this. Chicago, Illinois, is just south of Chicago is a town called Elwood. It's the largest inland port in the world. When you go to Beijing, China, it is listed on the map. It is the only place in the continental United States where every major railway intersects. It is the only place in the continental United States where you can get one day semi-truck to either Los Angeles, New York, New Orleans, or wherever you might be going up north. So we have all railroads stubbed. 
We have major waterways. You've got the Mississippi River uh, and all of the canals. So it is literally the only place, the transportation hub of the United States. What is the economic engine of the United States? To transport product. Amazon opened their largest facility in the Chicagoland area. Why? Because it's easiest to transport those goods. So when you have that kind of economic drive, that is a boom for the real estate industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's not going away because you can't move geographic locations. It's just strategically located. So that's what makes it so unique. That's really interesting. And I think, I think Chicago did a nice job too, as kind of the, the industrial shift happened in the 60s, 70s and 80s of diversifying into a lot of different things from financial services to healthcare to higher education. And as you mentioned, logistics. So it's a, it's a, it's a very diverse economy, um, which is what, what we like about it too, despite some of the challenges that the, that the state government is dealing with. So um, interesting. Thanks for sharing that. So, um, people want to get a hold of you, Gary. How do they get a hold of you? What's the What's the best type of investor that you work with? I would, I would imagine you work with international investors. So, I would ima- imagine you also work with out of state investors that may have a perspective on you know owning properties in Chicago. How should people uh, How should people get a hold of you? Yeah. So we have we have twenty attorneys here, and I'm actually fairly accessible because I have a lot of people that do, and I focus on helping other people be. My email address is gdavidson at castlelaw.com, gdavidson at castlelaw.com. They could go to www.castlelaw.com or the phone is 708-801-8000. While I represent a lot of uh, large players in the industry, I also, you know, the, the, the meat and potatoes of our company is representing uh, people just like you and I who are looking to buy, you know, their first investment property or have a small portfolio. So we're glad to help those people. You know, at this point in my career, I enjoy working with people who are looking to have an opportunity to live a life that they want uh, and achieve the dreams they're looking to achieve. And I like helping uh, pull people up. Uh, I like helping people achieve their goals. I don't like to have to shake my cup for business. Uh, I like people helping to grow uh, and learn. Um, So that's kind of my why when I wake up in the morning is helping people achieve that legacy worth living. That's awesome. And and I can speak from experience. It's not just lip service. When we, uh, we made our first move into the Chicago market, we got introduced to Gary and, and learned pretty quickly that he was the the guy connected to the residentials, particularly the residential real estate investment space and has been um, a big help to us, both understanding the market as well as getting in front of, getting in front of the right people. So if you're in Chicago already, look him up. If you're interested in, in, uh, in developing a, an investment thesis in the Chicago land market, look him up. Great guy that if nothing else can, can point you in the right direction. So really, uh, really appreciate these insights, Gary. This has been great. I'm going to try to try to summarize this. We covered a lot, but, um, I think kind of my, my salient points that I pulled out of this, which I, I, I agree with wholeheartedly. Um, the first one is this is not easy. Real estate investing is not easy and it's not meant to be easy. I, I liked what you said, right? If you want to be better than the majority, you got to be w- willing to work harder than the majority. And, um, I think that's particularly true in real estate. The next one was define a clear goal. What's the one thing that you want to stay focused on and, and how can you develop habits around that and a mindset around, you know, reaching for that one goal. 
and kind of to go along with that is is focus on the details related to being the best at at that one thing, right? Consistency of delivery is is super important. And if you do those two things, then I agree with this totally. You get to be you get you get to be better at making calculated decisions around risk so that you can get those returns that you want without necessarily risking it all. So those were my uh, my salient points. Anything to anything to add to that, Gary? I think that's great, uh, Matt. I uh, love promoting Fund That Flip. Love the fact that you guys are in this market. You've been a tremendous help to my clients, and I appreciate spending some time with you today. I appreciate the kind words and appreciate you uh, you being here as well. So thanks again, Gary, and thank you all out there for listening to this episode of Real Estate Investing Unscripted. For more great resources or to get funding for your next project, head on over to fundthatflip.com. Until next time, your host, Matt Rodak, signing off. Mm-hmm.